Welcome to Young Everyday Black Woman, the podcast. This is a platform for me to express and explain the thoughts, conversations, and adventures young black women go through every day. I'm your host, Courtney Hancock. I am a student at the Elizabeth City State University, where I major in digital media. Hailing from the Charm City, Ravens Nation, or as many of you may call it, Be More, Baltimore, Maryland. This podcast will discuss things from social and black issues, self-care and self-love, to dating and other relationships. My goal is that you start glowing, growing, and going right along with me as I continue on my journey. Oh, and if you don't have your goals written down for the next month, nevertheless the next week, take a pause, then press play again and listen. Trust me, this will help. It's your virtual confidant, your sis, your young, everyday black woman. What's up, y'all? It's Courtney, and you're listening to Young Everyday Black Woman, the podcast. Y'all, it it has been a hot minute. It's definitely been a real hot minute since I've done a podcast episode. And yeah, it's yeah nothing crazy has really been happening I guess like for me it's just been like the transition of you know working and all those different things so I don't know (laughs) it's just been a lot and then you know sometimes I also get to the point and I know I've definitely said it like I don't be knowing what I want to say like is this really gonna resonate with y'all or like I don't know so sometimes like I'll be real I was gonna do a whole episode about vaginal health and stuff like that but I was like they probably don't want to hear about that but y'all might you know just like tips and tricks you know just coming from a young everyday black woman you know and just yeah like it's real your sexual health is real that all connects to your vaginal health that all connects to all types of health, your sexual health connected to your mental health. (laughs) Like, you know, all those things are really, really important, you know, as a lot of women at this age are discovering their bodies or not, you know, too in tune with their bodies. And, you know, something I had talked about when I recorded it was just like, you know, I feel like you should only be having sex when you are in tune with your body and ready to be in tune with it. Um, Because you have to be, you know, you have to know what was my body like before and like, what is it doing now? And how is my body reacting to this or to that? You know, what is it doing down there? And that's important. And a lot of women get so lost and so confused because they're not going to the doctors. They're not talking to anyone about it. Um, The Internet, a lot of the times can be very misleading. Um, You know, I'm one of them that will self-diagnose myself with so many different things all the time. But once you get to know your body and you're better describing it to your OBGYN and all that, um, or your regular doctor, your primary care doctor sometimes as well, um, you'll know what it is. Like knowing the difference between a yeast infection and BV or why do you keep getting a UTI after sleeping with this one guy and then you get BV and, you know, like that's not funny. It's not funny. Like it's real life. Um, you know, and all these different things are like, you know, just myths and all these different things. I don't know. I talked about a lot in the episode because it was definitely the 40 something minutes. So 
maybe I'll have to put that out there one day. I don't know. I got to go back in and listen to it my own self. <laughs> but yeah, those things are important. But anyways, so I've been good, y'all. I've been working. I started my position as a communications coordinator at a Catholic school. And that has just been a lot in itself, honestly. You know, I just been in a different type of focus and a different type of mood, really. Um, and that's different, you know, like it's this, I don't know, this time of year, I guess it's just been like different. Like I'm just like in a mode where I just want to get it, get it by, not by any means, but you know, I'm just passionate about my money, passionate about my time and passionate about my passions and my goals. Um, you know, like usually this time for like, you know, the past five years, it's been college. I've been going back to school and getting into swing of school. So it's just so weird just not doing that. So I had to definitely find, you know, time to just focus in on work and focusing in on how I can do that job the best way possible. So that's just been that. And I'm going to get into that, y'all. I'm going to get into that because it's been a struggle for your girl. So I've worked in like, different environments between work like just starting off from my first job to now like from internships like everything like my first job I was a waitress in the same community that I currently work in I was a waitress at a retirement home for like upper class people high middle class and upper class people like politicians and all sorts of people you know, when they got into sing- like into being seniors or, you know, just not wanting to have their home anymore. Y'all, y'all know what I'm saying. They would come there. So anyways, and that was just a lot of white people. I'm going to just keep it real. It was a lot of older, you know, white people as in the residents. And then like the staff, though, you know, my managers, most of them were black. The staff around me, most of them were black. So it really wasn't a lot of problems like as in who you work with, as in dealing with like all of the craziness but definitely with the residents you know this was during the out of Obama and of Trump times you know so it's just a lot of craziness with that and then just all these different things and it's your job like you have to serve them you have to do what they ask you to although you may have different views um, and then just growing up, I have, you know, previously I had gone to elementary school in the same area that I work in um, and all these different types of things. I've been to Catholic school for a short amount of time, did not like it, but I did it. Um, my elementary school was predominantly white. I was like one of a couple of black kids in my like in my actual like, you know, like your class, your homeroom or whatever. Um, it was a little diverse for sure, but it wasn't like a predominantly black school. Like I had continued to go to after that. (laughs) Um, So I've experienced diversity, people being prejudiced, racist, all that. It's it's, it's nothing new, but I guess me just being the, such a, the pro black person I am, it gets, just gets more irritating as you get older. And the whole thing is, is that you have to always reserve yourself. Okay. So to fast forward. (laughs) So, after that, my first internship was at a courthouse, all women, pretty much all black. The judges um, and lawyers, a lot of them were like white, but they represented like black people. You know what I'm saying? So they were like not super prejudiced or anything. 
and then like my next internship was remote the following one I just had before this it was like a mixture but it was still like the white people there that I mostly was working with they weren't like I don't know and everything to me it's not about race but it's also about how you accept people you know your facial expressions your body language the um camaraderie I like when I'll take it back to my very first job my very first job um, one of the girls who I ended up being like, we had ended up being real cool while working there and everything. Like she came to see me off to prom, all different types of stuff like that. So she was new. And when it was her first day, like I just went to her like, hey girl, like, you know, like introducing myself, like if you need anything, this, that, and a third. And sometimes I just been in a lot of situations where that's not what it is. And everyone is not built that way, but that's how I feel like people should be. You know what I'm saying? Because you were new before this that you know what I'm saying so I always when I'm in those situations where it's new people I always want to make them feel as included I want them to feel like they belong um that type of thing and that type of camaraderie really does like affect (laughs) you know a person's experience like people especially here in 2022 they are leaving jobs because of the way that they're they're not feeling um welcome you know there are literally diversity and inclusion and dei all these different things that are going on in workplaces because of so many things that are now going that people are like i'm not going for this like the prejudice stuff the racist stuff the you know the not feeling the love type of stuff people are literally leaving their jobs because they know that they can find that what they're looking for somewhere um so my experience so far it's like white people it is two of us black people that work there the gym teacher is black I never really see him we never really interact we were around each other like twice and so I'm like the only black person like on a day-to-day basis so it's just different like you know one thing's for sure is that I think everyone already has their stereotypes. So, like, they all talk about going to the pool. Now, I don't go to the pool. That's just facts. I don't go. But <laughs> I could. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, they always, like, don't. They skip over that part when they're asking me, like, you know, about the pool or something. Like, that. like I go to the freaking pool every day. Like, girl, chill out. Damn. <laughs> but, you know, just, like, little things. Like, they don't know what to say to you or, like, this or that. Like, you know, most of the people that I work with, even if they're like two or three years older than me, I'm the, and then I'm like the youngest person outside of that gym teacher. I'm the youngest person that works there. The only black person that works there. Um, so it's like, what the fuck? But um, I don't know how to describe it. So I'll say one situation. They talk about the area. So, Lord Jesus. So. The area is pretty much like we have all these little like places. I don't want to name them because if y'all know, then y'all might know what I'm talking about. I don't even care. So like you have Woodlawn, Gwen Oak, Windsor Mill, Catonsville, Arbutus, like all these different places that lead to then like Ellicott City, Columbia, all that type of stuff. Right. Or like Randallstown, like all these different things. So like these are all areas, not Ellicott City and Columbia, but every other place like they're like outside of like one road basically and Catesville they just don't go to and I'm like that's so crazy to me because they are predominantly black areas but I feel like everywhere is just bad these days you know like with all different types of races of people and it just gives those vibes like they just want to say the stuff is ghetto they that's what they really really want to say but they don't say it and I don't feel for them but I understand what they're saying 
a lot of these communities, even just like here within 23 years, when I was growing up as like a 10 year old, even the areas were predominantly white. It was very rare um, for some of these communities, some of them that you had black people, but now it's like black people are moving in everywhere. And now white people just want to fit in and go somewhere. Um, and it's in a thing that people just aren't used to. So now you're having to share the world, share your day-to-day common areas with black people and other people of color, really. Um, and that's just not comfortable for them because that's just something they haven't experienced. Um, and I look at that as like a prejudice because in a sense, just all these other areas that I didn't name that they do go to, you know, we have to go there and we get stared at, looked at funny. I'm the minority there. And, um, that's sad to me and really low key pathetic that you don't even go to your own local Walmart and your own local supermarket and all these different things just because it's a couple of black people where a lot of these places, nothing bad. I haven't heard like a whole bunch of crazy bad things have happened. You know, like there's so many things that they, that they put in the area, like new things. Like I won't even say new, but just things like a couple of restaurants like Chipotle, they go to a whole different county to go to to a Chipotle. You know, we have a tropical smoothie now. Like they would never go there, like all these different places. And it's just really sad to me. And it's a conversation like in a different setting. If this was like a social group, (laughs) I would really want to talk to them about like, when did this stop of you guys going to these locations, like these areas? And what is the real true meaning? Cause I could have it wrong. Like it's some people like it's a wall, like a home Depot right there. And they're like, they've never been there. I'm like, what is happening? It's just sad to me. Like I go to different areas too, but it's not for the fact of like, Oh, I don't want to be with my own people. It's more like, you know, just somewhere else to go. Like our Walmart, for example, is not a, a super Walmart, which is now comparably to everyone's standard Walmart. But we have like the old Walmart where you don't have like a produce, like you don't have, you know, the fruits and the vegetables. You don't get your meats and stuff at this Walmart. It's just like a regular Walmart. So um, you have to go to like other neighborhoods, other counties and stuff to go to Walmart, like for the standard person. And then they also have to look at like these neighborhoods. Those are the closest bus routes all these different things so I don't know I just I go with it you know like and I don't know I'm like why y'all feel comfortable having these conversations around me like whoo child but anyway so then I had this one experience there where I was we had like a, a meeting um and it's this sweet old lady I'm not even going to keep saying white because you all already know y'all got the picture like they all white. So, um, there's <laughs> this sweet old lady who I really, really like adore her. Like from day one, she was so sweet. Um, it's a Catholic school. So we had mass like the first day and she talked about the beautiful curls I had in my hair. Like she made sure she saw me after mass to tell me about this one piece of hair in the back. <laughs> um, but really outside of that anyways it was one day so she invited me to like sit at her table for lunch she works in like a totally different building but it's still like all the same thing and she works with these two or three other ladies so they were already sitting at their table I come and sit at my own table because I don't like to make people feel uncomfortable either so I just sit at my own table if you sit at my table you do if you don't you don't but I'm not gonna put myself at a table with other people and it go left because especially after this so anyway, she's like, oh, you could come sit with us. And they didn't really turn around and look at me too much or really say anything. So then, 
we just all ironically all got up to go in line together they had their stuff they had like we all bring our bags and laptops and notebooks and pens and all this stuff with us and so to these meetings so then we get up me and the lady are talking in line and we pretty much walk away together to go to the table and I come back I come back first because I was about to move my stuff and I'm like was this the table because like them ladies is gone (laughs) and when I tell you I look back and they took all their shit and they left and went to a totally different table and as I sit down she comes over and she's like that's crazy some people never change because she know what that was you know what I'm saying like she even introduced me to one of the ladies and she literally would not look in my direction and I don't even care she we did these um like fun fact things at work and she literally said her fun fact was that she had uh I'm not gonna say because that might give her too much of her away but she had like um a ethnic <laughs> an ethnic daughter-in-law and I'm like bro this is wild to me like where do they do this at and that's crazy and then another part of this I just feel like being a black person in a predominantly white environment you have to kind of like adapt to them like why can they never adapt to us or try to be friendly with us like I have to kind of like you know put on my like oh my gosh like <laughs> I have to let you know what I'm saying to kind of fit in with them you know and they don't have to adapt to us you get what I'm saying I cannot describe it but like work world is their world we have to adapt to their world but they can't like come down to our world you know what I'm like I, it's like I hate to say worlds but it's do like like it is like two different worlds it's like I literally leave there in my life outside of there is a whole nother type of thing. Like I'm with people who talk different, eat different, like everything. You know what I'm saying? So that's all that I'm saying. And diversity is important to me in a workplace. But at the time, I like the position. I actually like the work. I love working with kids. Um, so it's the best fit for me right now. But at the same time, I think like so many people have to realize like who are the predominantly white people diversity is important um and it's also one of those schools where it's like oh my mom went here and now I teach here or like my kids go here like I promise you like everyone who has a kid that's there pretty much all their kids go there it's it's scary um but yeah diversity is important like if you're listening and you have a company or whatever or you're in charge of hiring people you know, do pay attention. Diversity is important. And hiring that one person um, is not going to make it better. You need like multiple different ethnicities and different types of people. Um, also, when it's a school, you know, you want people to. Uh, oh, my gosh. I just had to tell this one. So, you know, we had like our, you know, welcoming for the students like the week before they came back to school. They dropped off like all the school supplies. It was really, really cute. I enjoyed it. Almost every black parent who I saw personally came and introduced themselves to me. They did. They did. Gave me winks, gave me little handshakes and stuff because they wanted to know like they felt so safe. They felt better about their child being there because their child now has someone in there who looked like them, who works in an administrative position at that school who looks like them and 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 they were happy and honestly it made me very very emotional because the downsides is all the stuff that I said but the upside is the beauty for parents to feel comfortable having their child say hey oh my gosh the one mom who said hey 
these kids call my my girl names, my daughter names, and I just want her to know that she has a safe place. Like I'm literally tearing up talking about it because that's beautiful to me. You know, to be able to be that for somebody is just beautiful. You know, for them to know that Miss Hancock, you know, got you, girl, or you know, to the boys, I got you. Um, it's just beautiful. That's 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 the touching part. And I hope that it inspires them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. I've paid attention to stuff like that growing up. I've always been just so pro-black into everything. But, uh, <laughs> like, you never know the role that you play, whatever you're doing, the moves that you make um, is inspiring the people around you or whatever. So, you know, like, that stuff was, it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy how deep that is. But anyway, y'all. That's what I've been dealing with. Like, if y'all have dealt with that, like, really DM me. Like, DM me. Tell me about your experience. All that good stuff. But just on the brinks of that, <laughs> you know, all those good vibes. Just feels good to break generational curses. Like, you know, the first to just do so many things in my family. It just feels good. The motivation I get from everyone. Like, just the love and everything. It's just beautiful. Um, but it does feel like you have to work super, super hard. Like, it's like you have to go harder because it's like, I got to do good because I got this degree. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you just have to just you feel like you have to work so hard. I also y'all have applied for like a position at a radio, excuse me, at a radio station to do something. So I'm just trying to and I'll tell you all with that, you know, I did radio in college, but it was a shift. Like, you know, you had your shift. And you knew it might be some other things you may have to do. But it's never been like, oh, you're going to be here for five hours. And then, oops, no, it's going to be an additional four hours. And, you know, working on holidays and every weekend, like stuff like that. I don't know. It's just not normally my thing. But just, you know, listening to people around me and stuff, I'm, I think I'm going to try it out. But I'm also going to know when that's not for me. And I think like. I'm just in a space and I guess it's just this new generation of young people. <laughs> you have to start thinking about the life that you want. And for me, I'm a habits person. You know, it's hard to break a habit. It's hard to break a habit, especially when a habit is giving you a lifestyle. You know, like, you know, my my guy, <laughs> you know, he was telling me like, you know, you want a car, you want this, you want that. But my job is paying me so that I can do those things. You know, extra money is always good, though. You know, so that's what kind of made me be like, okay, well, then I can still have extra money. You know, this can also be money to save working for the radio station or whatever. But um, I think as I've gotten into the working world, as I start to think about my future, I don't know how to put it. I want uh, just a regular ass job and maybe like a business and other sources of income but not like other places I literally have to go I don't want a job where I may have to get up at like weird times or like you know I really want to be like a really family oriented woman like you know what I mean like I just want to go to work and come home at a certain time <laughs> you know um and I feel like when you get into those habits now it's a habit that you can't break. And then you then instill that in your children. And then it just generate, it just keeps going and going and going. You know, it's not something that I personally experienced with my mother. 
you know, my mom, she just worked a regular nine to five, never really had, never, not never really, but never had any additional jobs or anything like that, um, which is fine. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't want, and this is not me. I just want to make sure, work hard enough, search hard enough that I find a, a, a good job <laughs> that can help me live a very, very, very comfortable lifestyle. And also, I would love to start a business of some sort. Um, that's the goal. I no longer want to work in like TV, do crazy random hours. I want a regular job. And because sometimes you get to do things and you like the independent, you like your independence, you like the lifestyle, you like the money so much that it's like, now I can't stop this. You know what I'm saying? And then you're conflicted because it's like, but I want a family. I want this. I want that. So I don't know. That's just me. And I might change my mind, y'all, in another month or another year. Like, let's let's get this money. Let's get all of it. Let's let's do this. Let's do that. But and it's also it's just not about like family in the future. It's about my now. Like I want other things to do. I want a solid relationship with I got to find a little nickname for him or something, y'all. <laughs> but with the guy. You know, and with that, that's also creating that time and that space. If you don't have that time and that space for a person, it's just not going to work. You know what I mean? So it's just so many different things you have to think about if you can afford to think about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just not in a place right now where I'm like, I am hungry for money and for experiences, but I'm also hungry for other experiences. Like, I want to be able to travel like this job, this radio thing. I'm going to try it and it might all work out for me, but just it put things into perspective for me just thinking about TV and this and other things like that. It's like, he's like, yeah, you're going to work on how, like, I don't want that. Like when it, I just don't even like, I'm no longer a kid, but I love Christmas. I just cannot imagine going to work on Christmas. I just can't do it. I don't care if I get done at one, but I love the, the traditions, even though it's just me and my mom, like in the mornings of Christmas, but I, I can't see not doing that with her. You know what I mean? Me, me and her, we need to do that until it's it's the end of time. Like, no. So, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't. So, yeah, y'all. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's just stuff to start to think about, possibly. For yourself as well. Like, I'm not saying that's the 100% way to go. Like, you have to live like this. But, I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, you have to think about your future a little deeper every now and then. And that's just a moment that I had. And I'll say like for weeks, it has definitely stuck with me. Like I want a certain lifestyle for myself. And you got to start thinking about that today. Habits are habits are for real. When it comes down to money and experiences, like, you know, something you may enjoy doing at a job, child, you might not can't break that habit. I don't know. <laughs> so anyways, I'm gonna move on from that. But yeah, so I've just been dealing with like a lot of that type of stuff, just figuring out what's what's going on. And then speaking of relationships, y'all, long distance is tough. Like, I don't know, like long not I don't know, but <laughs> long distance is definitely tough for relationships, whatever, whatever I, I have going on. Um it's tough. Um, I don't even know how to put it, <laughs> but it's a challenge, you know, um, to keep communications line lines open. 
especially when you're living two different lives. Like I'm working, they're in school. So it's just different. You know, my free time is always not going to be his free time, you know, and get the call and uh, it's, it's just a lot. It's just it's just a lot. And I'm not a calling type of person. Like, I literally have anxiety calling people. But the simple fact that if you don't answer the phone, it's just going to irritate me. It's not going to irritate me. I'm just going to feel funny about it. So I'm just not a phone person. But what I'm definitely learning is that sacrifice is real. Like, when it comes to your time and to the things that you always say, I don't like doing that or I don't want to do that. You know, for one, you got to keep it spicy. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. Um, and you have to like to call him. Like, oh, but no, y'all, why I call him the other night? This really irritated me. He was asleep. I'm like, bro, the one night I'm up. And then I have this problem ever since. I'm not even going to say ever since I started working. But I might been because I want to say like during the summertime, I still was going to bed early, but I was staying up, I think, a little bit later. Yeah, I was doing good. Like before my internship, I could stay up to like one or two. Then during my internship, I was staying up late some nights because it was hybrid. So I was in some days and then the days that I was home, I think I was sleeping in or getting up late. I've been going to sleep later. I don't know. But for the, a while now, so it has to definitely have been doing my internship. I just go to bed so early, like nine between nine and ten your girl is knocked out (laughs) like it's bad you know like if I want to stay up I have to not get in the bed it's just something like once I get in the bed it is over I am out I don't hear no calls no texts nobody be calling me but I don't hear no texts no notifications nothing I don't know what is wrong but I want to fix it because I don't like going to bed early and nighttime is like you know a time where we're both free so that would be my time where I could call or we could call or whatever and I feel like scheduling stuff is also important so like you know we can say like these days at this time we're gonna like it's but it sounds crazy but that's really how it has to be you know so you can schedule your time like okay I need to make sure I'm free because I already told Corey I was gonna you know what I'm saying so it's just something to think about. It's just a whole bunch of different things to think about. And then traveling, you know, I don't drive. So, you know, just finding ways, like if I want to go down there, y'all, I want to go to my school's homecoming so bad. It's my first homecoming, like being an AKA. So I really do want to go. And also it could be like a whole double thing, like spending, like homecoming in general, just because I graduated and I would love to go to homecoming. Then also spending with my line sisters and then also spending with him. So, homecoming it's just it's just seeming like a move it's seeming like there's something that I want to do but I don't know yet I don't know I don't know but like outside of that like I would love for us to be able to see each other you know at least once a month because it's not like we're that far it's far but it's not like across the country or something crazy so you know and then just like other stuff but I'm more like I don't know more sentimental than I'm sure he is like I don't know. I just want to do like real cool things. Like I'm just tired of being the girl that don't go on the dates. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like this summer was kind of like a taste of like better, but I know that it could be better. And not saying like it has to be with another person. No, but like I know that he's capable of more. And it's not about 
like capable of like spending more money or anything like that but just capable of it's just a lot it's just a lot doing long distance in general or distance in general because you have to find that time that fits both of y'all schedule it gotta be it's just I'm not gonna say it's too much but it's just a lot and it's not for the weak it's not for the weak-minded either it's just a lot you have to have a lot of trust you definitely have to have a lot of trust like I remember like (laughs) I told both of my aunts that (laughs) he was going back to school they were like oh I'm like y'all are so annoying because to me it's just like for one I feel like he did really good this summer coming to see me and all that type of stuff like even back to like last year Christmas break and all that type of stuff so a lot of stuff they just don't know about because y'all not gonna be in my business like that uh-uh. but you know I would just never put doubt into someone like that like oh like you don't know this like you can live in a house with a man you don't know what the hell he doing like that's just facts like you literally can sleep with somebody in the same bed every night 365 days a year you don't know what he's doing when he's not in that bed with you and y'all live in the same house I'm not talking about them neither one of them are married or anything <laughs> but I'm just saying like someone can live with someone and oh or it could be a man experiencing this with a woman and you could still don't know what's going on and to me at the end of the day it's like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen it's all gonna play out god got that that's not my job um and loyalty is loyalty like if someone wants to be loyal to you in any type of way they're gonna do it if they don't want to they're not going to but it's all gonna play out i just feel like it's all just gonna play out like yeah it's all just gonna play out that's just the way i see it i see it no different like things are just definitely gonna be what they are and I just didn't go into with a lot of doubts and like we had like a little like conversation about just like focus and all these different things I know I'm good because I don't really go nowhere to meet nobody you know what I'm saying and definitely not at this job I know my man my future man or potential candidate or whatever he is not at the damn school so I don't have nothing to worry about and when I'm out it's really not giving hey how you doing like it don't be the right type of it, it's never the right type of people let me tell y'all this man tried to talk to me at Walgreens y'all when I tell you he is just not for me like he's real sloppy looking and ugh. and every day I go and it's, it's like I go to Walgreens so often y'all so it's like every time I go there he be working and the first time he asked my mom, like, y'all, I'm like, okay, he must be young to ask my mom. I'm like, bro, what is happening? So he's like, I would like to talk to your daughter or something like that. I'm like, bro, please go on. Please get out of my face. Like, what are you doing? And anyways, he says that he's 19. And my mom was like, oh, she's 23. He's talking about, so and he's like, then he tries to boost himself and say he graduated high school. I'm like, sweetie, no, no. What am I going to do with somebody that just graduated high school last year what are we supposed to do it's just no goes back to just all the things you want like i just don't i I don't mean no harm being a person who got their degree i just don't want nobody that's not degreed and that's just that's just facts i'm sorry like if you're not degreed or work excuse me hold up that sound bad let me let me reverse that if you're not working towards your degree or degreed i can't that's just that I just can't do it and that's just what I'm saying right now I can't do that (laughs) I just can't do that Mm -mm. 
and I definitely can't do that like I don't know it was just a no for me anyways just because of my situation but it was a double triple quadruple no just because of everything else the package the words everything and he constantly just gets on nerves every time I go in there like I literally was like do you want my Instagram <laughs> like I was like you can have my Instagram and then he just like if somebody gives you their Instagram first first off before that he asked me do I have a man I was just like yes yes I, like he don't he would not want me to be talking to you here and it's Walgreens none of the above so it was already like read the room then I was just like oh my gosh you want my Instagram like you just have my Instagram then he has the why you didn't me then why did he delete the whole thing he blocked me everything because I never responded because I told you I don't want you I have somebody I was like if you want to like look at me on Instagram or something that's a different thing but like I don't want you I'm not interested no don't get your feelings hurt by DMing me come on now weirdo I don't know but anyways <laughs> so yeah I don't even know how I got to that point of what I was saying but long distance is tough work is tough being focused is tough like thinking about your future is tough like I don't know life is just hard but I did get a little break I went to North Carolina not to my school but um one of my cousins from Philly had passed away, but he's originally from North Carolina, like everybody else in my family, pretty much. So his funeral was down there, and me, my mom, and my aunt and uncle went, and we had such a good time. It was just so nostalgic. I mean, the last time I went to see my grandfather's grave down there was just for graduation, um, but we went to his sister's house, my aunt Mary's house, and her son. Um, owns it now but we had not been in there in years um she's like in a in a home or whatever so we hadn't been in there in years but that was our spot when we used to go to North Carolina growing up you know oh my gosh so many memories there <laughs> you know um she would do these big breakfasts and she made like these cakes and she just was just the best hostess you know, and just going through her house, it, it, it just almost brought tears to your eyes just to think about all the memories and all the good times. And that was the place. You know, I talk so much about my Aunt Lillian, my Aunt Lillian's house and, and, and the chickens and all that. But originally, see, my Aunt Mary, she lived in more of more of a city. It's a Husky, if you're familiar with it. <laughs> like, uh, But my Aunt Why, my Aunt Lillian... So we call her Y or Lillian. And she lived definitely more like country, 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 like on a farm. So it's just two totally different experiences, but very valuable experiences. I had a fun, good old time with my Aunt Mary growing up. And then with my Aunt Lillian now, it's, it's, it's more perspective. It's more, you know, she's more, you know, I don't know, subtle. <laughs> but both, both, you know, good experiences. And so it was just great. And then to see just family and it was, it was just, it was a sad occasion, but a good time. Um, and then after that, we went to like somebody that my aunts and uncles grew up with in North Carolina, because all of them were born and raised down there for the most part, except for my mom. And um, he had this beautiful house, y'all. It had so many bedrooms, like he had his own wing and then like a guest wing and then like a these floors it was just it was just a beautiful home for just him and he had a farm he had grapes he was growing and peanuts and this that and a third and chickens and he gave us fresh eggs that they laid and I picked grapes it was just so it was just so cool those are like the experiences like 
my parents, my dad sort of come out of too like they had those experiences growing up, but I never had them. I had them here with my grandfather though. My grandfather, you know, down there he was a sharecropper up here. He did different he like two different jobs, but he all he had a farm not a farm, he had a garden at home and then he had a garden somewhere else and I would go to the garden with him and he had collard greens and all types of stuff and then there at home he had cucumbers tomatoes string beans all these different things he would grow and I would go over there because I was there all the time every day <laughs> and pick the things you know with him or whatever so just good times so I love stuff like that ultimately I would love like a nice home where I can have a garden or something I think it's beautiful oh the man also had corn y'all he had so much corn and because there are people who have money because we asked him like what do you do with all this stuff and he's like eat it because you know somebody else be like man I'm selling it <laughs> you know so it was good it was just a good experience and in and, and both locations we went to my aunt Mary's house my cousin there he said anytime y'all come down y'all got somewhere to come and also him he said that I love both houses it's like whew. <laughs> So, so that was good. It was just a good time. And I had cookout. Like, oh my gosh. I love barbecue sandwiches from cookout. If you like Northeastern North Carolina's chop, mince, or mince barbecue, whatever, you'll love cookout's barbecue. It's pretty good. Um, I feel like the best one I've been to, I've been to maybe four or five or so, um, is in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Their cookout there, hands down the best. It has the same great taste that all of them have but it's cooked a little bit more done so it's really good y'all I'm sorry I'm a foodie I love food so it was just good it was just a good a good time another thing I want to touch on y'all because I was on Facebook today and this woman was on there just talking about how she denounced her sorority which was Africa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and she felt like she put God I mean she put her sorority before God and to me and she said that everyone I mean D9 sororities and fraternities Masons Eastern Stars all of that where you have to take an oath or whatever that all of us are putting our sorority or organization before God and I feel like <laughs> no and it's not the first time I've heard that. And I guess it's different for everyone. It's different from how involved or how deep you're thinking into everything. I just don't. I just don't feel that way. Um, I just don't. You know, that's that's up to you, the different things that you may have done or did or whatever. But you can't say that that's for every single person. You know, you have to feel, first off, before you join an organization, you want to feel comfortable enough with yourself and you want to feel comfortable enough with God to know that nothing's going to come before him. Okay. You, you make nothing come before him. So you already have to know and feel comfortable enough with that and feel comfortable enough with your, you know, everything religion wise, I think before, you know, you make this decision to join an organization of such. And, and a lot of them, you know, we talk about God and we talk about, so to me, it's just, it's just different, but you hear it so much, but if anybody's listening who, you know, read stuff like that or whatever, you have to go and make the decisions for yourself. You have to do your research. You know, you have to, you know, don't take everything that you read on the internet from people. Everyone has had a different experience. You don't do anything that you don't want to do that you don't think is right. Um, 
but everybody has a different experience. Don't don't. All I'm saying is what it is. What I would never want is for someone to read that and then base that on. Now, this is their decision. They're contemplating whether they will want to join any of these organizations. And even to put Masons, which my grandfather was in an Eastern star in the Eastern stars. And it is just crazy to me. But don't not join because of something that you heard from one person. Make your own decision. Live it up. It's one of the best decisions I've ever made. Even at the school that I work at now, you know, the woman came up with her son. And I saw her with her 19 away and I spoke and everything. And she said, oh, my gosh. And the crazy thing is I've been waiting to make a connection to, you know, the local chapter here. And boom, there it was. And then you just... You just meet so many amazing people and just get granted so many opportunities and, and life-changing opportunities. So don't let anyone discourage you from making that decision. I don't care if it's not, um, aka, I don't care what sorority it is. If it's a guy listening, I don't care what fraternity it is or if you want to be a Mason or Eastern Star, like you do that. Um, and especially people who would be a legacy, listen to your parents or your grandparent or whoever your sibling and to their story to their experiences don't don't listen to these people on the internet all the time hell don't even listen to me shit i don't know (laughs) but um yeah make those decisions for yourself um you know people say a lot of things they have their own inner struggles but you've got to feel good with yourself but yeah y'all that's really all I got I'm not gonna make any promises like I'm not gonna say the next episode or anything like that I'm gonna try as always to stick to the schedule I just need to get my life on the schedule like you know I feel like I give y'all so much my personal life is too much but like every day I don't come home so you know some days I'm like oh I'm gonna come home this day and record some days I go to my grandmother's house because she lives close to um where I work and you know just to go down there and assist to help out like anyone who um if I've ever talked about my grandmother and her conditions and stuff like you know she's just getting in a worse position so I love to you know help out any way that I can on the weekends and that takes up a lot of my time too just when I you know talk about all these other different things that I could be doing or would be doing or whatever um but I go down there and then when I'm down there I'm getting home at like eight o'clock and like I told (laughs) y'all like nine to ten o'clock I'm I'm out so it doesn't leave you know room so I have to put myself on the schedule take these things very seriously um because I get you guys DMs and your messages and everything that you guys enjoy what you're listening to and if I can continue to do that I will be more than happy so I gotta work on that creating me a schedule making sure I'm keeping up with it and doing the best that I can But y'all, thank y'all for listening so, so much to Young Everyday Black Woman, the podcast. It's your girl, Courtney, and thank you.